Let's go! Who's up next? Hey there, Kooplings. Welcome back to the Xbox Empire podcast with Donnie and Kev, the returning Kevin. How are you, my dude? Oh, doing all right. I, I don't know why you fired me again and brought in the Canadians again, <laughs> Sean and, and Ryan. I don't I don't know what the deal is. Every other week, you're just switching. You're kicking me out. You're bringing them in. Ratings pops. Watching. Ratings pop. And then you sell TV I mean, I does. Guess. You just move guests in and out and see what works, see what doesn't. Speaking of which, welcome Mr. Badbit to the Xbox Empire. Hey, Joe, what's, what's up? up? What's up, man? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good today. I'm happy. I've been really psyched to be on this show. I think it hit me this morning, and now ever since I'm like wired. So I'm ready to go today, guys. Talk about Xbox, but don't tell my co-host Kyle. Don't tell the but other see, folks in your Discord. Anybody else? <laughs> well, what's weird is Donnie well, said secrets out now. Yeah. <laughs> well, Donnie said what doesn't work, and then went into a transition of entering you on the show. I mean, that's kind of messed up right off the bat. He's he's assuming it's not going to work honestly i mean that's what i've been told many a times you can't if you're a playstation guy you can't talk about xbox it's just against the rules vice have, versa you gotta have lines in the sand you can't you're not allowed exactly so what's, it's kind of like your, a what's your gamer tag donnie what's your what's your gamer tag again play in nintendo okay just checking don't yep. you wish it was that good <laughs> so damn good <laughs> see uh, like if i was in your shoes right i would be playing xbox on xbox playing playstation on playstation oh that's way too then, much like, that's way too much. Uh, you're trying to like if you try to make a graphic to list all those, like it's way too many characters. That's way too much. I don't even think all those characters work. I don't think you can be play and PlayStation. That's a long name. That's that that's true. a lot. Yeah, that is yeah, yeah, yeah. I never I never realized how many letters are in PlayStation. Then you still wouldn't have the the back to back ends that throw everybody off the play in Nintendo yeah. with no G. Anyway, yeah. I am happy to have you here, Joe. <laughs> happy to have you here. Um I was very excited. I'm gonna be the MC tonight because we spoke for like almost three hours last week about the Xbox game show. So I, I expected I, I wanted to let the listeners hear from you two. And one of the reasons I primarily wanted Bit to come over, and oh, by the way, I've been telling Sean for a while now, I was like, I got to have a bit over. Problem is, I don't manage our PlayStation show. <laughs> you know, like I don't have a spot for you. I'm like, where do I put him in and fit him in here? But I thought, well, not all. Now I have a really good spot because you do the Halo quite a bit. We've played mm-hmm. Halo together. You've actually walked me through a campaign yourself, and we've played an entire campaign co-op. My favorite Halo game that I've played to date in Reach. So I was like, well, if there was ever a spot to have you on one of my shows, this would be the one to talk about Halo, which is exactly where I wanted to go into Halo Fallout. It has been brutal online for the past week like halo this is not what microsoft probably thought they were planning for uh, it has been widespread criticism throughout the the social interspheres youtube twitter all that stuff so i wanted to get both of your guys's opinions i'll start with you joe what did you think of halo and its reveal man i got a lot of feelings about i i think you kind of hit it on the head here it's this is their big reveal. And I was talking to Kyle on the trophy room that'll be out now is I don't think Microsoft nor Sony have done a great job propping up their big games to sell this console. Like Miles Morales has been 
uh, PR mess. Halo with Craig the Brute has been a bit of a nightmare as well. Um, it's 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 a their communication's in a rough spot. So like walking in, I just wanted to see Halo, and I wanted to see a return to form of Halo. And so you know. I'm a huge Halo fan. Like Halo Combat Evolved, I credit that game for like cementing Joseph, you're a gamer starting today, right? Like that also cemented me playing primarily for like 10 plus years on Xbox almost solely. Um, So what I wanted, I got. I got Halo, <laughs> you know, and, and what it gave me feels of like when I first saw the cover, it gave me Combat Evolved vibes. And that's what, what I saw in the gameplay that's what kind of it was kind of indicative of of what would a next generation combat evolve look like and to me i love this big broad looking map that is kind of what i got the sense of not like an open world in the sense of like a gta type of roam everywhere uh but more of like a shadow of mordor where we have huge sections these bet like torn you know war zones and you're just exploring each one I dug that. Uh, the combat felt, <laughs> I hate to say it because it's so cliche, but fast, fluid, yeah. changing, interchanging from the weapons you were finding. They sounded very satisfying. And, you know, like seeing like a grunt being thrown in the air and you're just shooting them with a huge plasma cannon, seeing them blow up, having a huge hook for a hand type of situation going on, a hook shot where you're just hooking onto enemies or ledges. That's what I wanted to see. Because when I was playing Combat Evolved, that's kind of how I always pictured Halo in my mind of like, the world isn't isn't totally vast, but there's things to explore. And that's what I got out of this, out of this, uh, you know, what was it? Eight minute trailer. Now, that said, you know, I didn't think the facial animations of the brute that was talking to you, um, one of Atriox's lieutenants. Uh, I, I wasn't a huge fan of how that face and the teeth were, but other than that, like it's Halo. And when it comes to Halo, as much as I appreciate Halo and I love it, I'm not necessarily in there for the lore. Like I am, I get the gist, but it's all surface level for me. So I'm just here to be a badass space Marine with a dope ass helmet and a hook for a hand. And that's what I got the feeling of. And I don't know, walking out, it just kind of hurts to see the reception of it, at least in the very beginning, negative turned to mixed, turned to kind of promising, you know, or, or, or maybe a, a, like a glimmer of hope. But it's, it's, it's also kind of sucks to see that it's, you know, it's Twitter. It's the worst place ever. <laughs> like, you know, you're going to see PlayStation fanboys just throw hate, you know, Halo's way for the sake of it. But it really sucked to see like Halo fans also kind of going like some of them, like me going, this looks like it's bringing me back to my childhood. I'm all in for this. And others going, this looks like a kid's game. This doesn't look polished. There's pop-ins, there's this, that, and the other. And that, that's the thing that hurts to see. I don't know. I don't know, Kev, if you got the same feeling or, or Donnie, if you did, but that I, that's the thing that's hurting me is the aftermath. I definitely think that the, what they were going for is they were trying to evoke some of that nostalgia with the style that they're trying to paint this game in. I definitely would pick that up from the get-go. Now, Kevin and I, we watched this live, so I'm interested yeah. in knowing as your thoughts changed from the time that we first saw it. Uh, no, I mean, I we know I'm not the Halo guy. 
uh, much like you. Like I don't have a vast history. I've played most, if not all of them, at least a little bit. Um, but I've never been engrossed in that. I've by far actually enjoyed like games like Gears of War more than Halo, much like you. But with that being said, I'm I'm here for this Halo. I like the look of this. I like the feel of it. It It's very much what we've talked about on this show, actually, that Halo needed to modernize a little bit. Every game felt like Halo, which, you know, for better or worse, that's a thing. You knew what you were getting when you got a Halo game before. But much like Mario, you know, Mario over time has evolved as well. You couldn't keep the same exact formula without updating it. You know, give me a little fresh coat of paint. I'm all for it. Uh, like I said, like we said, right as we first saw the gameplay, I'm like, oh, this is uh, Far Cry Halo, which yeah. you talked about last week, too. It's like that. That's I am all for that. Um, so I'm still on board with it. I'm excited for it. I don't really follow the Twitter hate anyway. Uh, I only deal with my own hate that I give out in most cases, but this time I'm not. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, the one caveat I have is I'm getting excited for this. I'm getting hyped for this game for sure. I'm also preparing myself to be burned. Because mm-hmm. we've seen, and, and I know Sean talked about it, I think you questioned it, or somebody brought up in, in last week's show, are we concerned with the quality of the first party games going down since everything's going to Game Pass? And I will say, for the most part, I feel it has been over the last two years. And I'm hoping that's not the case with this game, but I'm, I'm very optimistic that I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to have a ton of fun with it. But I think that we might be seeing some of these graphical things, the pop-ins, the, the facial animations, all of which, by the way, will be improved and will be yeah. different when you're watching it in your own home setup and it's not a demo. Don't get me wrong. But I think shortcuts have been made and will continue to be made just for Microsoft to continue to put out games uh, via Game Pass to keep people on that subscription model. I think it's just part of the, the there. But Halo Infinite, A-OK, I'm all for it. I got a question, and, and like, and because I think some of your worry, it speaks to my worry. It also speaks to why I primarily play on PlayStation rather than Xboxes. Though, like, we've seen Sea of Thieves has done fantastic on Steam, and we're seeing uh, Grounded do as well right now. Um, I'm just a little worried when they talk about Halo being a platform. That's like, and having this 10 year plan. Because then I get these like these flashbacks of Destiny's ten year roadmap, you know all these like games and services roadmaps that like eventually just don't pan out, and then we see like with Destiny, there's no, there's no like capping that thirst. People beat whatever the expansion is in less than a week, and then they're hungry for more. Or yeah, or like something's broken. But as long as they're still playing, it doesn't matter, right? And Destiny's numbers are still there. You know, not what it was day one, obviously, year one, but for the most part, Destiny's numbers are still huge. They still have Mm -hmm. active players across multiple, multiple systems. Um, It is interesting. I mean, I have never been one to adopt into anything like this. I, I, my, my expectation is that I will play whatever campaign is there and then I will leave. And when they drop more campaign, I will come back and with the power of Game Pass, I want to be able to come and go as we see fit. And maybe there's a really cool multiplayer mode that I'm not aware of, like something more mm-hmm. casual, like a battle royale or something that I might boot up once a month or something just to hop in with friends. But outside of something like that, I mean, I, I don't play any game multiplayer that way. Forza, Gears, mm-hmm. anything. It's not my cup of tea, per se. So It just worries me because... Every time Halo tries to do something radical, that thing ends up being something that needs a lot of fixing down the line. Mm -hmm. Like Spartan Ops just didn't work for the fan base and neither did Warzone for five. And it Uh took years for that game to get back on track. And that's the only thing that 
really worries me with Infinite. But yeah, that's well, and they haven't hit the ground running with Halo in a while, and I think that's why a lot of people think of Halo yeah. the way they think of it. Like right now, there's a lot of people out there who think Halo is one of the most you know engrossing pop moment video games in the medium right now. And I don't think so. And I've been, that's why I brought it up with Sean last week. You know, Sean's been saying Halo's cool again. I'm like, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I see a lot of people that are not, you know, like super excited for it. Um, but I'm sure there will be there. I'm sure the fans will be there without a doubt. The question is whether or not Halo can win back some of those casual players that have since moved on to other shooters and other things to play. And Lord knows there's a ton of options for them to choose from. Yeah. It's the same thing that you see every year, though, of people saying they're over Call of Duty and they're not going to buy Call of Duty anymore. And every year people buy millions and millions of copies of Call of Duty. So I think we're seeing a little bit of that with the Halo. Far be it for me of all people to sit there and say that I think people are just hating to hate. I think that's what's strongly going to be there because they're all going to be there on day one. And they're all going to be playing it regardless. So they're going to have to eat their words, whether Still it's get great it with the or console, not, they're going to play it. Or you get it for 15 bucks and you play on yep. PC. Like, if anything, I would imagine that this Halo has a better, a bigger launch start launch from the get-go than oh, yeah. Halo 5 did just from the amount of platforms it'll be able to play it on because it'll yeah. cross over with X and Xbox One and PC. So that's got to give it at least a boost in that alone. Um, but the interesting thing is the quality of production because, I mean, they've been working on this one since, what, 2014? Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. I think the estimates that everybody's been running with a headline is over $500 million have been invested into this game. I don't I would not go down the path of arguing that there is any evidence of a less quality because of Game Pass. I think the evidence that they've had since they've started Game Pass is we've had Gears 5, we've had Forza 4, like we're still seeing them do the things they've done. I don't see anything being lesser than. I, maybe you take a look at the 8 minutes from Halo and you say that's less than Halo 5. I mean, I looked at it completely different. Uh Joe, I watched your reactions. I'm pretty sure at one point you called it Halo Breath of the Wild. I yeah, mean, I took a look at it like that, and I was like, this is open world Halo. It's different. It's not a yeah. corridor shooter. It's not a yeah. small zone. It can't be the super pretty effects and everything they're doing because they were running all of this on top of it, you know, in all these yeah. different places at all times. And, um, I mean, be it to me to maybe just be believing the marketing a little bit too much, but they said it was running off PC. They said it wasn't running off yeah. hardware. They did say it was an old build. So, I, I'm not even really trying to defend my own stance because my stance is recorded. Kevin, you heard it. Yeah. I thought it looked great visually. Yeah. I, I was watching it live. Yeah. And I was like, this looks great. <laughs> like this yeah, looks like looks so cool. much fun. Uh, so much. Yeah. I never had that experience of Halo 5. At no point did Halo 5 ever show me anything. I was like, this is a game I want to play. Yeah. So even, even when playing it, that's how I felt as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I dropped Halo 5 super fast yeah it was i mean for me halo 4 after playing all of them again in may halo 4 definitely stands as my favorite story wise but like yeah like i'm i'm cautiously optimistic for this game like i my hype has not you know changed i just know the history that halo has is somewhat rocky in terms of when they try new things but what i've seen I'm excited for mm-hmm. and sure it like, and I think it, it speaks to maybe the, the whole show in itself, but like, yeah, it sold like I, when I, when I showed my brother the showcase, he's, he was a huge Halo fan and he was just like, cool. I'm not sold on series X. And I'm like, okay, okay. Now that's he's a whole just, separate story, but yeah, no, that's the spot on part. But yeah. right when I told him like, but it's on Game Pass. And right when I told him what Game Pass was, it's like, you're, dude, you'll be able to stream this on your phone. You'll be able to play it on your laptop. Then he was just like, wait, what? 
Yep. <laughs> and that's when he is, you know, the, the, the light bulb just switched on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were rumors that came out quickly after the demo that Halo would ship without multiplayer. And uh, several sites ran with the headline. It came from a reputable source. It's not like a Halo yeah. from Reddit or not, not like a rumor from Reddit or anything like that. It came from Brad Sams over at Thorout.com. He's been spot on before. Uh, they squashed that almost instantly. They immediately came out, communications director from Halo, from the Waypoint team, said this is absolutely not the case. But I was bracing for it because there's no way you ship a Halo game without multiplayer. Right. <laughs> like, you have yep. to delay it. Like, you can't ship it without multiplayer. I don't care how good the campaign is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I said on my tweet. I'm like, dude, if this is not, if this is true, because yeah, it came from Brad Samson. He has a very reputable track record. I'm like, I mean, I don't know why I wouldn't believe him. Uh, turns out it shouldn't. He's a liar. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, when I saw that, I'm like, well, okay, I could hold off for Halo until it's there. But luckily that's there. Yeah, squashed. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. So what were you guys' thoughts on the rest of the show? Kev, you didn't really get a chance to bring it to the podcast. What did you think on the show overall? Highlights, yeah. standouts? I mean, we said it uh, during the live stream. It, it was a good, not great showing, I think. Uh, the the things that, as I was listening to last week's episode, that I'm not sure you guys kind of focused on enough was a little bit of like how everything that was shown is, and you, ta- you touched on it, but they're years out. Yeah. I think you said it more than anybody else. You're like, okay, well, I, I know day one I have Halo, but day 60, 90, 120, I yeah. still don't have I anything else. I think that's a big concern for them. It's a huge concern for me as somebody who's already, I'm all in. So I'm getting the console regardless. Right. But the one thing that I'm thinking about is, that's what I said. I'm not so much worried about launch window because I think one of the things that held this conference back is the fact that they kept it basically first party only with a couple, you know, timed exclusives that they threw in there. They didn't spend any time on all the third party games at all that we're all going to be playing with anyway. Like, right. Cyberpunk's going to be there. I'm not worried about the launch of the console. I have plenty to play. The question is right. like, what's that second year? What does 2021 look like? Because everything else that we saw, I don't know if I can make the case that any of it's 2021 outside of Psychonauts. Everything else is like 2022 and Which even that we out. thought even that we thought we would have had Psychonauts last year, let alone, you know, I thought it was going to be a launch game. next year. So did I. I really did. The other thing I thought was was weird too is so the medium yeah, that that's that's out this year. Supposedly, mm-hmm. if nothing happens, I that's think fine. That's a launch game, right? I think so too. But here's the thing: that's Series X only, right? Well, it's launching on Series yes. X only, but it's a timed exclusive. It's coming to PlayStation Five. So what happened to nothing exclusive on Series X for the first year? Because it's not first that's- party. That's that's the issue with the marketing. The marketing when they all okay. came out from the get go, it was always. First party. Xbox is only controlling what they can control. We are not going to release Halo, Gears, or Forza on Xbox Series X and not Xbox One for at least two years. But the medium is third party. It's okay. exclusive. They've I guess it was throwing me off because it was you're right because it's exclusive. It's coming to Game Pass, all stuff. So that kind of really just threw you're me not off alone. Online. Everybody's thrown off. I think yeah, I'm, I thought it was on both. I'm yeah. I'm in the know, but it's only because I've worked for it. Like you got to work hard, man. You right. got to find a table and start. <laughs> There's a lot of dots to connect on what is Xbox exclusive and what's not. Xbox Series X has a couple of exclusives. They're just not from first party. Yeah. Um, but overall, like I said, the medium I'm excited for, but you already knew that. Stalker 2 I'm excited for. You already knew that. Stalker 2 could other- be a while. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be a while. But I mean, other than that, it's it's a solid lineup. There's a lot of great games. It's fantastic that everything's coming to Game Pass. Do not get me wrong. That That's incredible. But And, and you guys all touched upon this. I think everybody's kind of said this. So we're kind of uh, beating a dead horse here. There's nothing that screams next gen. 
Like yeah. a lot of what was shown was platformers that could be running on current gen and story based games like either those t- couple games that are similar to like Life is Strange. Those could easily be running on technology now where it was like, OK, this was the unveiling of the most powerful console in their games lineup. And we didn't get anything that really screamed that other than I- I'm going to I'm going to go there and I'm going to say the medium. I, I don't think anything else looked next gen to me other than the medium as far as the looks, how it's running, what it's processing. Everything else looks like it could easily be on both, which in some cases they are going to be, so it makes sense. But um, overall, I think it was a solid show. It's just a little disheartening that we're talking, you know, potentially two-plus years for some of these games where we kind of used to complain about E3. Like, why are you showing me this game when it's not coming out for yeah. two more years or three more years? Well, we just got all of that from from Microsoft here in this presentation. So hopefully they have a little bit more up their sleeve for launch, but as, as bad bit said, we've all kind of brought up too. Sony ain't doing much better. They got Spider-Man miles Morales, which I'm hyped as hell for. Don't get me wrong, but same, same thing. So what else is coming out? We have no clue what the first year looks like other than that. And the third party lineup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, 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 what do you think, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of, I have so a lot to say. I'm just going to get, let me collect yeah. my thoughts for a minute. Okay, so I'm kind of like, you know, my thoughts on Halo hasn't changed. Excited. My thoughts on the showcase has, and I think that's just natural after the hype has gone down. Now you have all the PR, you know, press releases going out there, clarifying things. Um, I'm kind of there with you, Kev. This was a good, not great show. And if the, the case was, you know, hey, you need to buy a Series X over the PlayStation 5. I don't think it did that. I don't think any game out there showed what this console is really able to do, except for Medium, which looks fantastic, and it's going to scare the crap out of me. Um, (laughs) But, like, yeah, a lot of CG trailers. After watching it again, it was just like, okay, cool, we have State State of Decay 3. That's in pre-production, pre-pre-production. Yeah, and that trailer has no, that's not not representative of the game. That's about as valuable as the Fable trailer. So, yeah. Exactly. As much as I love Fable and it's here and it makes me happy, makes me feel good. Um, But like also Avowed, like Avowed looks great. Also Series X exclusive, not coming to to one. So we can expect it's about, you know, two years out. Yeah. so, like, there was a lot of CG stuff, and the stuff that did interest me, like the medium, uh, that's also coming to PlayStation, right? Like, there's at least, I think, six games in that showcase alone um, that are also going to come to my platform. Now, with the added benefit with, with Xbox, that it's going to come to Game Pass. And I think sure. that's really what they're selling here. And mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, that's what this thing was, was you should buy an Xbox. Not because of the power. It's because you can get all these games 20 two of them for 15 bucks a month when they all come out respectively. So mm-hmm. to me, yeah, I, I have a better idea and maybe just cause I'm the PlayStation guy of like what they showed at the PlayStation uh, um, future of gaming <laughs> event was this is our year plan. These are the games that you can expect from, you know, November, 2020 to November, 2021. And that I'm like, okay, cool. So I can expect a ratchet. I can expect demon souls. I can expect uh horizon zero dawn Cool, I'm all in for that. But when it came to Xbox's showcase, it, it is more nebulous because I, I like, I know what horizon looks like, you know, I know what it, right. it should play like. So that CG trailer, I think gets a little bit of a pass from me 
I don't know what a vow, uh, a vow is. Yep. Like it, it looked cool, but I have no idea what representative of gameplay that is or this new fable, you know, which was yep. then rumored very short to be an MMO. So to me, good, not great. But I, I want to know your collective thoughts there, Donnie. Well, I, I wanted to say that I hope my Kevin, you listened to the show. So I hope it yep. didn't come off like, um, I was super excited for the show because I felt like they did. I felt a little let down because I came to the show clearly wanting to see Hellblade, wanting to see Forza, wanting to Mm -hmm. see Fable. I didn't want trailers. I wanted to see them. And the reason I wanted to see them is they have been dormant for a bit. We've known Forza is in the workings for at least two years. We've known they're working on Fable for at least a year. Longer. We know they've been working a longer, but if you've been... If you don't follow as close as I do, they've been working on it at least a year. Hellblade, they've been working on it since they stopped working on the last one. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see them. And we got a lot of trailers, a lot of trailers. And the fact that they're so far away, I do think, is a kind of a miss. Now, I'm excited to see what the other half of the studios they have are working on. Like, we have to imagine that their uh, Gears is coming, you know, at some point. Maybe that's next year, and we'll find out later. Um, but, yeah, I think so from the first party content, I was hoping they were a little further along. Personally, because yeah. I thought there's some time passed and some of these games have come out. So I was expecting yeah. them to be in the pipeline, ready to go. If anything, I kind of thought they were holding back. I thought maybe they were holding back on, on releasing this year to push mm-hmm. into next year with the new console launch. And that just seems like that was a uh, fool's errand. Like that wasn't even close. I was way off the mark. <laughs> and I think that so I, I use this analogy uh, on a, a prior show. I I think like Microsoft always sets up for a home run and somehow some way I don't know if there's like media bias here there or what have you but they end up you know hitting a foul ball when the bases are loaded and, and they had all this great messaging leading up to it they had so much hype leading up to this event and then it kind of after just fizzled and I think when when you know we talk about expectations. I think that's what Xbox hasn't been really good at is, Hey, here's the expectations because I mean, we could go back to that Hellblade trailer. That Hellblade trailer looks insane. I turned it on at least like, yeah, the game. Yeah. 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 The the Ooga Chaka Ooga. Like that one (laughs) blew blew me away, blew everybody away. And right there, it set the standard in our heads, not rightfully. So the Hellblade was going to launch. Not just that, but this is how next gen, gen games are going to look like. Well, of course, but like even you know? then, like I was crazy excited to see the next Hellblade. Big fan. The fact that it wasn't even shown, and then people like people that get upset, they, they're like they're working on it. It's like, but they launched they the console Iceland. with it. They like, went to Iceland. They want to tell you all about their trip. Like they showed, they <laughs> unveiled the console all Hellblade. Like if that if it's three years away, then you should have unveiled the console all Halo. Like that was yeah. just a misstep. Now. To answer your question with the with the marketing and the social stuff, I think that's a very easily answered question. And the fact is, they're not PlayStation. And it doesn't matter what happens. At every single event, at every opportunity, people will constantly want Xbox to be PlayStation or be better. That's the standard. Mm-hmm. Be PlayStation or better. That's why when they were like, hey, WB wants to sell their games division. What did everybody do? Oh, my God. Xbox has to buy them. Why? To be PlayStation. That's Mm -hmm. all it is. Every event is to be PlayStation. And the thing that Kevin and I have been talking since we've rebooted the show, secondly, Kevin, more of a PlayStation player than I am, they can't be PlayStation. They don't have those studios. They don't make those games. They're not going to be. And I'm getting real close to the point where I'm going to say it. They never will. 
Like, so they've, people have got to stop that. I, but it, but that is the standard. And it's not PlayStation's fault and it's not unbiased. That's consumers wanting what they want. That's nothing wrong with that. That's the, that's where Xbox, that's Xbox's problem. Like, they've got themselves there. The only thing they can do, in my opinion, is make those sort of games or be different. And I think what they are doing, what they have been doing since Phil Spencer took over, is trying to be different. They are going multiplayer. They are going services. They are going Game Pass. They are trying their best to be different. They're doing it with all of their games. Gears, dude, launching seasons yeah. and seasons of multiplayer. Halo, shared world online interaction. We've seen what Forts is doing. There were the rumors. It's not true, but Fable's going to be MMO-ish. That's not really true. What that is going to be is it's Forts, it's Playground. So you're going to have yeah. some shared world online interactivity, but it's going to be an ever-evolving, expanding game. You, I think you kind of see it with every game that Xbox pumps out. Like, that's what they're trying to do. It all goes yeah. back to their central theme of Game Pass. They're trying to be different. And I think that's what people, I, I think you hit it right on the head, is I think people expect them to have a Last of Us-esque game. It's exactly right? like what they're looking for. heavy narrative. And it's not. And I, I think it's like, yeah, I don't want Xbox to be PlayStation. I don't want Ninja Theory to make a whatever. Like, I want them to make the games they want to make. But more importantly, when you take a look at Nintendo, they got the family-friendly stuff on lock, right? You know, PlayStation usually has the narrative-driven blockbusters unlock and microsoft has to figure out where they are and where they are i think where they figured out um with game passes we're games as services right like that's what we're selling that's what we're pushing so it is about like interconnectivity it's about playing with your friends yep. connecting with people whether that's online co-op or online you know competitive they want you to always be online because let's be honest that's what they're good at so i think that's exactly what the problem is is people want some they want something that Microsoft isn't. And I think and I that's think the, when I read it and I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm, I understand it's justification, but the thing that I hate when I read it or when I listen to reactions or responses or people go, it let me down or I thought they were going to have something, but they didn't, or they didn't quite nail it, but they never say what that is, what they were wanting, what they were expecting. But I guarantee you nine out of 10 of them would be like, I wanted them to show us something like PlayStation. I feel like it always comes back to that. I really do. Um, yeah, I want an Uncharted-esque Or something, right? They want a big, triple-A, yeah. third-person narrative adventure game that's beautiful. That's what they want. There's just one of them. And maybe Fable can be one of those things, but Xbox is never going to crank out seven of them. Like, it's never going to happen. They're not right. going to have and, a year full of them. And I, and I agree. However, is it so much to ask for one? Yeah. Because I, they can't even do one. Like it, it, you even look at stuff like, and I'm not putting it down by any means, but if you want to talk about non-narrative driven, you know, movie-esque titles, they can't even do a Ratchet and Clank competitor. They can't do, you know what I mean? Like they, they haven't done even something of that nature. So I get like, and I agree with, with Joe's, as he said, you know, games as a service, that's their focus. They're focused on that too. It's like, but can we get at least something good? Even Netflix, we're paying, you know, bare bones for it. We occasionally still get something amazing like Stranger Things. Well, I would, Where is my Stranger Things on I would argue Game that I, those mm-hmm. are there, but if you don't think so, then there's nothing I can do to change it. I think what they're trying to do with that, those narrative-driven like pieces, are in the more second-party games that they put out. Um, or like second party, like uh, deals that they make or indies. I think that's the thing that's supposed to, Hey, if you want this story, so the last stuff, time they bought one of those, it was Tomb Raider and it completely backfired. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I would argue that those experiences are there. They're found in Gears and they're found in Hellblade and they'll be found in Fable. Like they have them. They just may not be exactly what you're looking for. But Gears is every much a, a narrative experience in their campaign as most of those third party adventure games are. It's just a shooter. But it's yeah. still a narrative experience. And I, I think uh, so far this generation for me, Gears 5 um, has been the best exclusive wow. that, that Microsoft has put out. For me, I love Gears. Gears 1 was my favorite Gears until Gears 5. Um, I thought everything up until something happens at the end, totally a fan of. Um, and the multiplayer is is on point. But like that story and Kate's story, that that was a, a glimpse into the future that I would like for Xbox. But again, I'm a PlayStation guy, so I do sure. want those narrative-driven things. So I'll, I'll agree ahead. with you where I, where I think Gears 5 is actually their best exclusive that they've had that I've played as well. So I'll, I I'll disagree, agree with you but... wholeheartedly there. <laughs> but with that being said, Kate... He hates and, me. And, I know. And, I know. And, all right, so let's, let's, know, let's take the fanboy out of it just it a hurts. little bit here, guys. <laughs> if you take the narrative out of Gears 5, so let's let's pull away all the gameplay, all, all the stuff that happens. There is barely any story there. There really honestly is. If you if you tear it down well, and try and recap what happens story wise, sure. It's like well, three things. It's I don't really wanna, not a narrative. I don't want to recap really all not. of my Gears 5 things because I told yeah. you that. My thing with Gears 5, the story is Kate's character development. That's the story. And that's what my development? Issue, that's my issue with her. Well, it's a lot of her development. Let's, we're not going to recap Gears nah. 5. We, but we can't, this, we big, can't turn no, it into a A big issue cast. with my issue with Gears 5 is it did not advance the lore nearly as much as Gears 4, which is why I'm a Gears 4 fan. Now, Kevin, mm. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Ori and the Blind Forest, are hands down way better than Ratchet. They are. <laughs> better games. And Joe, Xbox best exclusive this gen is Forza Horizon 3 and 4. Both of them. I'm just not a racing guy. so I, They're I, so I, good. Like, they're so good. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, I played uh, the latest one, and I was just like, Four. oh, yeah, this is cool. But, like, yeah. yeah. For Ori as well, like, I'm not a 2D platformer, but, like, I can respect how beautiful that game oh, is. So the story that good. They're telling. So damn yeah. good. All right. Uh, we already crushed that uh, Fable isn't an MMO, so let's get into some news. Now, uh, because we had the game showcase last week, this came out between our other episodes. So this is a little old news, so it's a little housekeeping on our part, uh, but still worth talking about. Xbox has killed off the Xbox One X, guys. You're no longer manufacturing them. They are getting them off the shelves. Oh, man, what will grandma do? They'll have to pick between <laughs> all these boxes of Xs. What What would happen? Well, well there's still going to be there's still going to be more boxes than one. We know that's them. coming soon, but they'll just be the Series X from now on. When it you just go makes and say sense. You want the new Xbox? That'll be what it is. Well, you'll have Lockhart, and yeah, you'll have the S, and they'll look different. They'll be different colors. Oh and yeah, yeah, different totally. sizes. This yeah. this doesn't really <laughs> this doesn't really surprise me nah. too much. Although I will say, for a company that says they're going to support that current console for at least another year, mm-hmm. possibly two, it is a little weird that like already we're pulling the plug and saying, okay, well, stores once they're gone, they're gone. You think it's weird? I think this a is a little bit. I think I, I think, think they jumped the gun a little earlier than I expected them to, but I think well, this is yeah, like standard true. practice. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, if you're if you're still releasing games on that old platform, though, it does seem a little weird. Like, so I can continue to go in and buy uh, Watch Dogs Legion on my original Xbox One. Yep. But I can't buy an original Xbox but One. But you can. They're going to keep selling the Xbox One S, just not the X. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you said you listed Xbox sorry. One and Xbox One X, so I assume that meant the S. Never mind. We're good. Moving on. <laughs> Yeah, no, for me, it just makes total sense. Like, you know, less than a tweet long, but it's, it's really, 
it, they don't want to confuse Nana. They just yep. want to make it as easy as possible for consumers to understand. Well, and if so you're buying the X for performance and you're already spending $300 plus for a box, obviously they want to encourage you to buy the newer, better, bigger box. Of course. Yep. And we'll talk about hardware here in a little bit. Um, this one I'm actually really excited about. Xbox Gold ditches the $60 annual re-ups. You can still buy Xbox Gold live, the live service, but you will have to buy it per month which raises the price, or in three-month increments, which raises the price. I think three months uh, is 25, so it's 100 for a year. And I think month is 10 a month, so it'd be 120 for the year, where you could re-up for the year for 60. So they have essentially raised the price for Xbox Live Gold without actually raising the price for it, but they've essentially priced you out of it. Now, I said my thoughts in the Discord, so my thoughts will be quick and clean. I'll let you guys tell me what you think. I want them to scrap it. I want them to scrap it uh-huh. so much. I want to scrap alive, scrap gold. I'm not even going to talk about this month's Xbox games with gold because I don't care. I haven't nope. cared as Kevin is my game share partner. He knows I haven't <laughs> cared about Xbox with gold, whatever, since like, two years. I don't claim those games because yeah, I, have- I have to tell him if there's something I want. And I think I've, I think even I've only done that once in the last two years. Hey, can you just grab this one game? That was it. Like <laughs> I'm all in game pass, Viva la game pass. Uh, there's been a lot of rumors speculation that maybe just maybe. And I think this is crazy because it would be, Tons of money Xbox would be giving up. But just maybe they make multiplayer and online services free for the console and then Game Pass. Um, so if you could subscribe to Game Pass. And I guess the idea is that maybe you automatically convert every live subscriber to Game Pass, which would what? Quadruple Game Pass subscriptions uh-huh. like overnight. And then you work on keeping them there, right? Because yeah. I'm sure they're going to lose them. But if you just convert them all over and then you try to keep them um, obviously you're better off than where you are, but I'm all for it. I, I'm ready to rip off the Band-Aid. I want one service to rule them all. Game Pass Ultimate, that's live, that's multiplayer, it's my Game Pass, it's everything, it's one fee. I hate all these different things and all these different menus yep. and systems. So that's my it should, it, That's That's the way it should be, man. I mean, you look at like PlayStation, I don't, I don't need to have PS Plus. I haven't had PS Plus in probably about a year now at this point, and it's perfectly fine. I'm still able to do everything I need to do. Yeah, I don't get the, the two free games each month, but that's, that's fine. It is what it is. Um, it's a smart move for Microsoft. You really want to sell Game Pass. It's much easier to say $15 a month than it would be $15 a month plus 60 or 120 extra a year to play your games online. Let's keep it real simple. Weird Let's do conversion rates. <laughs> if you've got yep. live, we'll give you two months of this and just, oh. It makes no sense. Just just simplify the whole thing. If they're really all about that communication of games as a service, let's keep it simple. One subscription fee. Netflix and Hulu, they don't have 12 different editions and add-ons to their plans. Let's go. Let's move it. Uh, I will say, Donnie, the chat is very upset. We've had about three or four people wondering why we're not playing Destroy All Humans. So I was right. The title did not change. <laughs> they were looking to watch me stream Destroy All Humans again. Does so. anybody play Destroy All Humans? Three people came to look for it, apparently. So yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Bet? Uh, dude, I want them to old yeller this service real bad. Oh, wow. I can't believe I'm just joined by a group of agrees. I love it. Let's, let's do it, man. Uh, I've always had a problem with, uh, the, the $60 a year model of like, you know, PC players. And I think it's all about their ecosystem, right? They have these PC players that don't have to pay for live. And then all of a sudden there's this other part of the ecosystem that does. So yeah, trying to move that over to, game pass but more so game pass ultimate like you saw you know a week or two ago them announcing hey game pass ultimate you'll that's that's essentially x cloud so Uh they're they're seeing the profit and the risk that they have to take of well if we could just convert gold members into you know uh uh ultimate members well then bam problem solved and it is the first true shot 
across the bow to PlayStation going, okay, gang, what are you doing? And you know, yep, so for like, that matter, Stadia, how important is xCloud going to be if you can just get Game Pass and just go xCloud? Like, people are going to be signing up for that already because of you get the games in the instant library. But just keeping that one fee, I think, is important because you, I think you at least have to hope or prepare to support the fact that some people might come to Xbox because of their phone and then end up buying something. Yeah. They could potentially buy a console or put it on their PC or something once they figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this move also forces Stadia. Really, I mean, they really have to do something at this point. But like, <laughs> thank God you broke first, not me. Oh boy! But like, they have to ch- they have to pivot in less than two years, or else this thing is just dead. I don't know if they get like, two years. I don't. Think I don't so want either. them to be all urgent. But if they're a year from now, if we're thinking Stadia the same way we're thinking now. Boy, you're you're toast. Like that's yeah. just, you're in a real bad spot. Yeah. Why because are we comparing I, Microsoft to that that sugar substitute I put in my coffee? You say stevia? <laughs> Is that what we're talking? I don't I don't oh, get God. the comparison. <laughs> I know it's an awful name, but like, like real talk, that's what's going to have to happen. I think this also it, it's pretty much putting the boot on Stadia's neck while putting the pressure on PlayStation. I think it's just a great move overall. So I'm, I'm all on board. If they have that, that August Xbox announcement and they show us Lockhart and they price and they pre-order, are you guys excited? Does it move the needle to you all at all? If Spencer goes, you no longer have to pay to play online, Fortnite, Call of Duty, whatever you want to do, play with your friends, do as much as you want. You can play for free on Xbox multiplayer. You can also get game pass ultimate. Does that bother I mean, you or it's it's not a selling point per se, because like I said, you could already do that everywhere else but Microsoft. So, I mean, I could already play Fortnite without paying an additional. Well, I couldn't play everybody's thing. golf on PlayStation without PlayStation Plus. I had to, had to PlayStation has a weird thing. If it's a free to play game, you don't yeah. have to. Have, well, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Like they, they literally just remove online. Online is free to play on Xbox. Game Pass Ultimate is just Game Pass now. That's the so game it pass. should be. So you'd all be, because that would essentially, I think technically would raise the price of Game Pass. Would anybody care? Would you be upset? No, I'm I'm going to be a Game Pass at least, I'm going to be a Game Pass member until I get Game Pass Ultimate on my iPhone. Then that's when I'll be the Ultimate member. But like, for me, this is just the Ultimate Power Move, because from as a gamer, like, most of the multiplayer games I do play on Xbox, that's where my buds are, and when it comes to the games I'm playing on Xbox, it really is just Game Pass games. I have not bought an Xbox game. I would like to say since Halo Wars that's 2. The, the Grounded stuff is and blowing my mind. Everybody's like, uh-huh. Grounded's the best-selling game on Steam. I'm like, who's buying it? Right. <laughs> Why are you doing this? You guys know you could just subscribe. And it play, kills me. Because you won't be playing it in three months from now anyway, so you might as well just do it. <laughs> the deal hunter in me man i just die a little every time i see it, i'm like why what are you what are you doing it has to be something different about that ecosystem where like they're just like i just want this one thing i don't really want it my steam. For anything else. i don't want a different yeah. launcher i don't want to i want to own the game that's a big thing that they're still wrestling with uh mm-hmm. just for clarity i don't expect them to drop live i think they'll just I, I do expect them to move everything to game pass at some point but i don't expect them to make multiplayer free although i think it would be i think it would be fitting for their their ecosystem and their pitch right i mean you're, you're pitching game pass on both pc and your console why do you have to pay and to use it on your console but not on your pc Doesn't exactly make i would love to see them do it uh yakuza kiwami 2 is out tomorrow on game pass that joins grounded carrion forager and neon abyss the games that just hit game pass for the last Two weeks and today's announcement that Disgaea 4 Complete Plus is coming to Game Pass on PC this fall. 
Have any of you guys played any of these games or excited about any of them? No. Um, eh, no. <laughs> not me. Not that. Those games don't speak to me, uh, but I do like that uh, Kiwami's on there. It's yeah. cool that they're getting the Yakuza franchise. That's dope. So I wish I had more time. So right. I, I, I like the Yakuza games and the Kiwami too. I definitely play. I just don't know when I'm going to have freaking time to play it. Uh, Grounded, I played it during the, the preview event they had before, so I'm 100% going back to it. I've got to get to carry-ins. I haven't done that. Forager I have downloaded, but I haven't played yet. And Neon Abyss, I've spent gosh, 10, 15 hours with that game already. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm hooked on Neon Abyss big time. Um, so that's a lot of fun. So yeah, this is a great month for Game Pass. Um, Disagia 4 complete. I don't play Game Pass on PC because I can't anyway. Um, but it's a good get, but that wouldn't be one I'd play even if it was on console, to be honest. But. Sure. I played Grounded today for about four hours. That oh, game wow. is Whoa. way better than I than anybody really wants to give it credit for. I'm not going to lie. Nice. It's not a game for me. I don't know how much longer I'm going to keep playing it because I'm already reaching the point where like, I'm going around trying to find a bunch of thistles to make a bunch of arrows so I can kill the spider. Um, Kevin, there was a spider at the little radio thing that you did the first oh, time. There was a spider yeah, right yeah. there when I came back. I was like, oh, no. So run away. Um, but You're like, I know how to do this. Yeah. Right. But crafting all of the stuff that's necessary is just not a, my type of game. So, I mean, I'm not – don't take any – like, if this is – if you're interested in this, don't take my opinion because this is just – Kevin, help me. You know this is not a Donnie type no, of game. No, not a Donnie right? game. But I'm I am spent four hours. enjoying it quite a bit. It has a really chill vibe. It's super fun. My wife watched me play it, and she's like, it's honey, I shouldn't the kids. I'm like, it really oh, 100%. is. 100%. It's yep. just mm-hmm. so systems heavy. There's so much there for those folks that like the survival stuff and like the Minecrafts and the things like that. Like, I've never been into any of it. So I'm even surprised myself yeah. that I've played as long as I am. But I am committed to killing a spider. I'm going to kill a spider, and then I can walk away. I've built a little hut. I got like the wall and the roof. I've I've done some crafting. I've unlocked all the recipes. Like so, I'm working on it. I got this awesome like sickle blade. Like this, I don't know. It's like some. It's red and it glows. It's like some locust larva blade or whatever. And it's badass. <laughs> so, yeah. So I mean, grounded's really good. And I know a lot of people have thrown stones at it because it was a small team and was pitched as a small thing, and everybody's just like, oh. You really should try it before you dock it because it's it's quite good actually. I, Admittedly, I was one of those people, and then the last trailer I was like, oh, "This actually looks cool." I, it's also not my thing. Like, I love the crafting element of like something like in The Last of Us, but you turn that into like the Minecraft type of crafting, I can't. Do. It's super survival. Lots of menus, lots of radio wheels, lots of systems. There's lots of stuff. Yeah. So it's a lot of harvesting. It's a lot of go out, kill things, bring it back, make more, go do it again. So it's a lot of that. All the while, like try not to run into a ladybug because they will squish you. Um, so it's it's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids crossed over with Fallout. Kind of. But it's really good. It really is really good Um, in the sense that, like, I, I dare say it's got to be probably the most surprising Xbox title of the year. Like, it has to be. Like, there's if anybody actually gives it a real chance, like, I can't imagine anybody giving a real chance and walking away going, this game is bad or it's not good. It's a very mm. good game. It's just whether or not it... It is a it's your style. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that's more yeah. than anything. So what it does, it does really well. And then carrying uh, is the twin stick type of movement, Kevin. You're talking about this. So you move around with your left stick, and you can like stick to everything. And it's, oh, it's actually yeah. good because okay. you move swiftly. You're fast. Oh, okay. You don't like lumber about. Like you're quick. And then your right stick, you can throw tentacles at people, and you can bring them in to like crush them in your mouth, or you can smash doors or smash stuff around. Um, but the game gets harder there are bosses to fight the little humans get shields with like drills and they can block you and drill you at the same time they start shooting you from further away you got to use like you get um 
you can shoot like this Spider-Man web type thing. You got to use that to unlock switches. It's very Metroidvania. That was actually one of the things I didn't expect it to be, um, which I probably should have if I paid more attention to it. But I expect it to be more of like a, you know, like a man eater. You're the monster. Kill everybody type of thing. It's not that at all. You're going back and forth, unlocking doors, getting switches, gaining access to new areas and new abilities, defeating the bosses, keep going forward. But it's it's very, very good. The last thing I have on the news before we get into our Xbox One question is, did any of you do any of the game demos? Kevin, I know you did a few. Joe, did you do any? I'm, I, and the thing is, I was so excited for it. I'm like, this is cool. I think this is the future. And I was really cheering this on. This is like yeah. something we've never seen. And I did not play one demo. It's because the showcase demo. came and went and they didn't pop the ratings with any of them, right? Yeah, yeah, but my my co-host uh, Kyle absolutely loved the demos. Played the crap out of. I think he played them all. And wow! He uses, like, oh there's definitely God. there's definitely some for you. So that's it's that's really cool. So again, I hope they keep doing it. Uh, but maybe promote it. I don't know a little bit more because it, it seemed like they announced it and then it was just like, yeah, here they are. No, I'm with you. I was expecting them to. I wasn't expecting them to throw Halo in it. <laughs> a lot of people were saying that. I was expecting them to announce something. I was thinking like Wasteland or Forza or something. I was expecting them to throw something in there to kind of pop during the show. Some big yeah. second party something. You can play Life is Strange early. Remember like Captain Spirit or something like that? Maybe they did mm-hmm. have a Tell Me Why. I was expecting something small but but important, <laughs> notable, I guess is a better word. Uh, but they didn't. They put up all the demos. They were all super indie demos and then it went. So hashtag Let's Kevin just was rebel. right. Let's just revel that Kevin was right. Kevin, Kevin was right. called this. Kevin said early on, everybody calm down. It's going to be indie demos. No, I, I did play, I mean, shoot, I don't know, like eight different ones, I think. And I, I think, weirdly enough, the the air quotes, biggest, most notable title was possibly Destroy All Humans. Like, that's what yeah. people know. Skatebird, maybe, too. But I mean, that, that's just people know the yeah. name because it's weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, it. it they they hyped up the announcement like all this is coming and then they said look throughout the week for more titles to be added i didn't go back after day one mm. and they didn't do anything to tell me what got added later on but i didn't see any follow-up announcement saying okay here's the here's the 30 they're here day one you know two days later oh by the way in case you missed it we've added these five like i heard nothing Not so that was a big miss no i didn't see anything i, I got mean, one it, it might have been Twitter. there but but I, I'm I'm not, I can't tell you for certain it wasn't there the first day. I don't know, but right. there was a I follow a writer on Twitter who spoke about one, and I made sure I went and go download it so I could play it. It's called mm. The Veil, Kevin. It's in your library. You can download it. It was designed for people that are blind, and I thought oh, it would be interesting to play. Um, apparently, like the screen is black, and there are like some particle effects, but it's literally meant for you to be playing it like auto, just through your is ears. It, is it, I would say is it like that game that Josh played before? Was it? I forget the name no, of it was. No, no, I played that, like that game. One. That's like echolocation. You still very much use your eyes for that game. You okay. basically make a sound and it paints the environment around for you. Um, that's a really good game. But no, this is literally meant like I'm 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 download it because I want to try playing it with my eyes closed. It's literally meant to be played. Interesting. Blind. So I thought that was cool. Um I liked the uh, I don't remember all the games that I played. I liked Cake Bash. I liked the uh the nine monkeys Shaolin. I beat him up. That one was quite fun. Um, Kevin, did you do the elk song thing? I did. Or, that seemed that seemed, good. It seems good, but I have no idea what the game actually is supposed to be. I got it, it. Seems very weird. It definitely seems something up my alley, but I have no idea what kind of game it's supposed to be. The demo didn't really even get the game up and running. Mm-hmm. Like you have a vague idea of what the story is supposed to be about, but I have no idea what kind of game it is. Um, Fogs was kind of cool too. That one that was like oh, cat dog. Yeah. We have the two dog, you know, linked together. 
Um, that was a unique kind of fun little twist on that kind of uh, process. But yeah, overall, I mean, I, I actually didn't like Cake Bash that much. I was a little disappointed that I didn't because I thought I would mm-hmm. like it. And yeah, it just seemed to be like mini Mario Party games that went on for way Kinda. too long. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't need a three minute long Mario Party. Oh, man, I was yet. enjoying I was bashing folks with suckers like Barry Bonds out there, man. It was it was a blast. <laughs> I was having fun. You were juicing. Um, cake Bash, you could juice in that game. That, that makes sense. <laughs> Good. I'll give you that credit for that one. Um, there was another one that I liked. I just can't remember the name of it. There was one that I, know, I got I'm that remember back. just ran like, like I, I posted oh, screenshots you, and yes. videos, videos of You're it. You're like, don't even download this It just this crashed one. like constantly. I tried it multiple times and I felt bad because I want to be the guy that goes on Twitter and is like, oh, look at this terrible. But it was just like, guys, don't don't try this one. Like it's it's severely broken. I don't know yeah. what's happened. <laughs> How was the Wild at Heart not there? I really thought their demo was going to be there. I talked to Chris beforehand, and he told me yeah. it was not going to be. Darn. I did I did ask him. The moment they announced that event, I was like, so you're definitely going to do this, right? He's like, no, we're not actually not. He's like, there's just too much time, and we don't want to jump through. I was like, I get it. So um, so they weren't there. But I, I did the uh, the skateboarding game. I forget what it was called. Um, not Skatebird. There was another skateboarding game. It was kind of like this earthbound Skate- retro oh, okay. thing. It oh. I did not like that one. But I did like Skatebird. So I enjoyed Skatebird. I'll be getting Skatebird when it comes to Game Pass playing. Skatebird. Is it, so is it coming out this year or is it like still? That's a good question. I think unknown. it's. I, think, I thought it was this year. I think it's this year too. That's what I was going to say. The last I checked, I think Skatebird is coming out this year, but it is cute. I mean, it's it's a Tony Hawk kind of little ripoff with birds. Um, oh, the birds. Last last update was early to mid 2020. So we're at the past Ooh, the mid mark so now. So maybe it will be delayed. Uh, it's funny when you wreck because the birds don't like. You know, like when Tony Hawk wrecks, like the limbs and everything kind of fall in a yeah. way that you make sense. The birds literally just roll like eggs. <laughs> so they have like these lifeless expressions and no arms as they just roll. That's really entertaining. It's very funny Ooh. just to like wreck and watch them roll around and dawdle around. It's pretty good. Well, it's not hitting Switch until 2021. That so that was the last sense. press conference. So, may- so I'm wondering if it's not even going to hit Xbox until 2021 as well. It may not. I don't know. COVID. All right, let's wrap it up and get out of here with our Xbox One question. I have two questions listed, and because... That's not one. I know, but we got two of them, but they're very centered like on hardware. So I thought that I would just kind of wrap them up together. So the first question comes from John, and I really like this question. Do you think streaming and Game Pass will lead to a day where Xbox is no longer a platform provider and go the way of Sega? Which is interesting. Um, Kevin, you're shaking your head, so obviously you have thoughts. What do you think? No, absolutely not. There's no way. That's like saying, when is Microsoft going to stop making Windows? They're providing a platform for every single computer, not every single, but a lot of computers that people are using on a daily basis. There's no way they're going to pull that and not provide the hardware as well or the application to run it. Plus, when you think about it, if Sega going to games only is one thing. Microsoft has absorbed other studios, but Microsoft themselves don't really make games. They have all these studios that they've acquired to do so. So they would have to basically dissolve all those other studios, go under one banner and say, this is Microsoft Studios and nothing else. Not have the Coalition, not have, you know, every Playground, not have, you know, all these other Ninja Theory. Um, I don't think it's ever going to get that way there. They're always going to be pushing some sort of hardware application to run these things on one way or another, whether or not it's PC or it's a console, a traditional, you know, hook up to your TV console. Uh, that may be a possibility, but I don't think they're ever going to get out of the hardware. You took a way different approach to the question than I was taking. So I was saying that Game Pass and streaming is the platform. And I'm not yeah. saying it's happening now or soon, but someday I think it will be. And you'll be playing games 
um, through Xbox without hardware. And it'll be hardware that's remote. It's ran somewhere else and they'll, they'll pay back off of their Azure. The streaming thing's real, people. Like it is. There is a real thing and, and it will come and it will save a lot of people lots of money and they'll be able to cut out a lot of middlemen and they're going to do it. They're going to have more control. So I'm not saying it's happening two years, five years, 10 years. I don't know. But eventually games will be played in the cloud. And I think that's kind of the reason why they're making a lot of the moves now. And I think a lot of their hardware neutral kind of sentiments and stances are coming out of that too. Because as long as they're getting you subscribed and adopted and getting playing, it's going to be easier to convert you over down the road, however long it's going to take, right? They don't know how long it's going to take, but they know if they've got you beforehand, they have a better chance of succeeding on the back end if you're already there. So that's my kind of take on the question. Totally. Um, but I mean, the, the one the one caveat with that, though, too, is so even if they dissolve and let's say streaming cloud is, is the future, which I agree it is. Yeah. There's no way they're going to work with partnerships and have to deal with the licensing of their application being running on other people's devices. So let's say you no. don't need hardware. Yeah. They're not going to be sitting there saying, OK, we're going to strike a deal with Sony on Sony TVs. We're going to do Samsung TVs. We see these different apps and things that are not available. Like you can't get Voodoo app on Amazon devices. Like yeah. all these things that go on this pissing match these companies have with each other. Microsoft isn't going to get involved with that. So they're going to sit there and say, even if you're streaming, I'm still going to sell you something that you're going to plug in in order to uh, do it. Point. And that's where yeah. I think that it won't be 100% streaming at any point. They're still going to sell you something to get the ball rolling. Yeah, I'm a little bit on both here. Like, I do think the the platform is streaming. I think the platform is Game Pass. Like, I think this, this showcase proved it, but they're always going to be there's always going to be hardware there. I just don't think hardware is going to be their sole focus. Um, I do think like Kev, I think you're right. I think, you know, 10 years from now, we're all in our hover chairs. I think it's going to be like a little, like, you know, a uh, dongle you plug into your, mm-hmm. you know, floating TV. Um, I, I, I mean, when you see windows, windows is a platform that carries all these apps, but then at the same exact time, you have the surface line, you have the surface tabs, you have the surface uh, laptops and whatnot. Um, even, you know, Apple, iOS, Mac, like their platforms there. That's what they want to make the money off of. And yeah, the hardware's there as well. So I think there, there's still going to be a marriage between hardware and, and software, but I think the software is going to be the focus. I think I, I'm that type of crazy. I'll put the tinfoil hat on one day of like, yeah, you'll see, you know, Xbox on, on a TV or an Apple TV. You'll see a PlayStation app on your Apple TV. You'll mm-hmm. see, I, I definitely think even one day you'll see an Xbox app on a PlayStation, vice versa. Uh, is that going to be anytime soon? No, no. but I think it's going to happen one day. The next question was also dealing with hardware neutrality, which I really like the key. That's smart. Mm-hmm. You remember, I, um, if you listen to the show, Joe, you may not have listened to it, but last week we were talking about how Xbox is committed to supporting both these console generations for two years with their stuff. And the thing that I keep bringing up to folks is I believe by the end of the two years, I believe you'll have the Xbox streaming app on your Xbox One S and you can just play Series mm-hmm. X games through the cloud. <laughs> like, it's it's real funny that everybody's like, they're really set their feet in on the sand. Two years, two calendar years, you know, <laughs> 365 days to the hour times two they better not release a game before that moment it's like i really don't think this is going to be a thing that we're thinking about in two years i think in two years just the people that love hardware and want the frames and k's will have consoles the people that are hanging back enjoying game baths they're just like hey you have to play it this way now because your console can't run anymore and they will (laughs) they'll go okay i don't have to buy a new box and they'll just keep doing what they're doing Mm -hmm. yeah i i think that's 
I, I think you're 100% right. I think for what I've been hearing, there is like that, that split of like, so after two years, we're going to get you on new hardware or are we just going to turn these things into, into little servers, you know, yep. little streaming boxes. And that is, uh, that's, I would not be surprised that's the case in two okay. years. Yep. So the question was, will Xbox eventually add full keyboard and mouse support to the Series X or venture out into PCs and laptops? This is a great question because Razer has Xbox branded keyboard and mouse and some games support them and Xbox even went out of their way to showcase it. Mm -hmm. They obviously have the adaptive controller, but I'm still going to say no. And it's not because they don't want to. It's because there is a PC space and they have Game Pass and they adapt to those people and those people already have keyboards and mouses. I don't think you buy a console for keyboard and mouse. And if you do, then you have the Razer application. You have the Razer stuff that you can get, which you're probably going to get those anyway. So I don't think like every, I don't think my Logitech keyboard needs to be compatible with my Series X. Yeah, it's, I, I'm with you on it. It doesn't really make sense per se. Like if you're a keyboard and mouse person and you don't have a key, you don't have a computer, then then what are you doing? Like, I was thinking it, that- nobody's buying the Series X and saying, I'm not going to get a computer. I don't need a computer. I have the Series X and I'll just play on that. I was thinking yeah. like, all right, so if you're a keyboard and mouse user, but you obviously realize that the Series X, the cost of the Series X is way cheaper than the cost of a gaming PC. So maybe mm-hmm. you look at it as a way of like bridging the gap to your next PC purchase. So you get the Xbox and then, but you want to play with mouse and keyboard, but it's like super niche, right? Like we're right. all looking at each yes. other with these confused faces. It's a super niche, which is why I was like, yeah, it's not going to happen. I no, I think it's super niche, but I think it's something they would do. They want to bridge the, the, those communities so much together that you barely recognize them. Also, PlayStation does it, so I don't see why mm. they they can't either. So I I I think it is something like like nine nine point nine percent of us out there aren't going to yeah. aren't going to dabble with, but it's something they'll probably do. Okay. Well, that'll wrap it up for us this week in the Xbox Empire. Thank you, Joe, for coming over and hanging out with the Xbox yeah. crew. Why don't you go ahead and plug your stuff? So, yeah, you can find me over at Bad Big Games, where we talk about all things game news, reviews, and unboxings. It's also where I've hosted the video version of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. You can check that out at Bad Big Games on YouTube. You can check The Trophy Room out at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us there. We talk about the latest and greatest all things PlayStation. It's fun times. Are you on Stadia? Not on Stadia, but I am on Twitter at Mr. Bad Bit. <laughs> nice, nice. And before we leave, we want to thank those that help us produce the show over at patreon.com slash PSVG. So thank you, Callow, Barry Cathcart, The Bone Saw, Borboni, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calico, Michael Masick, The Eggshin, Zach Bradshaw, and Nick Fallhaber for all that you do. And for those of you that qualified for the PSVG house party shirts, keep an eye on the mail. Those things are out. That'll do it. We'll see you next week. <laughs>